Good morning and welcome to the Hamilton Wealth Partners Client Update for the 11th of May 2020, podcast number 44, I'm Will Hamilton. The scale of the human, social and economic cost wrought by COVID-19 is really just starting to become apparent. We've had a number of these of great speakers at our Thought Leader Series webinars and they've said that it's going to take some time for the full effect of the virus and the subsequent lockdown of both people and the economy to be realised. Last Friday, we saw US unemployment hit 14.7%, which is the highest reported since the Great Depression of the 1930s. At the same time, the Bank of England reported by the Fairfax Press estimated that UK's gross domestic product is going to shrink 14% this year with a 25% hit in the second quarter of 2020. They went on to say that the Bank of England's best estimates for historic GDP growth show that a drop would leave 2020 amongst the worst years in English or British economic history with the 14th biggest fall in GDP since, the, since 1270, which is the earliest year when there was an estimate. Look, we don't need GDP figures to tell us how bad things are. And Chris Tinker said in his Thought Leader uh, series webinar um, that we had uh, the week before last, uh, for leading indicators, we need to now look towards corporate earnings reportings. That This was in response to a question that was asked, even though they're mainly all gui- guidance for um, earnings has been suspended. The US first quarter earnings season has now drawn, drawn to a close and was largely ignored by the markets. The full effect of the shutdown on corporate earnings is going to be seen in the second quarter. So John Authors, the, he's, a, he's a great um, columnist with Bloomberg, used to be with the FT. He recently said that with respect to US first quarter earnings, that we, we've got to remember the childhood saying, first, if you can't find anything positive to say, don't say anything. And second, do as I say, not as I do. Why did he say that? Because he believes the US corporates are following the first quote whilst investors are following the second. The rally we've seen in markets is discounting a poor second and third quarter and it's counting on a short and shallow recession. Unfortunately, the slowdown and subsequent recovery is no longer looking to be V-shaped. Many, including myself, originally predicted a V-shaped recovery. The width of the valley, though, looks to be more U-shaped. I think what we might actually see in equity markets and is um, what you would refer to as W-shaped. Intervention at government level, look, this has been enormous and it's going to increase. We've all incre- experienced the lockdown measures introduced since March. Many companies and industries will be socialised by government bailouts simply so a service can survive. I mentioned in these pages about a month ago, you don't get something for nothing. What should investors do now? It's worth repeating that asset allocation is absolutely crucial and has been important in minimising the impact of the current crisis. It will be even more vital going forward as centrist and protectionist policies and economies take hold. Um, Equities, so Australian, global developed market and emerging markets, they're going to continue to represent the largest proportion of most asset allocations, but they'll vary through time with tactical overlays. I wrote an article in the... um, this Weekend Australian, um, which was published on Saturday, and our concerns with respect to over-reliance on frank dividends um, by many um, self-funded retirees and how they've been treating these dividends as if they were annuities, which they've never been. The response to the article was actually enormous um, and very varied. Comments from readers in the comments section in the newspaper, for instance, were overwhelmingly negative. There were quite a number of them as well. And because you have to put your email address on the bottom, I some emailed me to tell me what they thought of my article as well, and it wasn't, you know, they, they weren't overly positive. But comments in social media, when I posted that, were over, overwhelmingly positive. And people that know my mobile number, they texted me with, again, very positive um, messages to it. So, you know, it, t- it just goes to show there are buyers and sellers out there. 
But over the weekend, I received a really good report from Dundas Partners, and many of you might remember Alan McFarlane from our first um, uh, our first uh, Thought Leader Series webinar you know, about five weeks ago. And um, he said, dividends are not only a reward for investors, but also a statement of confidence by company management and directors, a declaration of strength and unwavering belief in the business's fundamentals. Dividends send a clear message about the company's current and future performance and its capacity for protecting shareholder value. It therefore follows that dividends act as an effective disciplinary measure, measure mechanism as a virtual promise made in public to break it would be both embarrassing to management and damaging to share prices. Reducing dividends, so never, not, never mind suspending them, is viewed by the market as a confession of failure, if not a sign of financial dire straits. We actually have seen the bank suspend dividends. In looking at equity markets cash flows, that's going to be the f absolute focus for now. Um, so as equities are usually the largest component of asset allocation and represent growth, Dundas partners rightly point out, and again, I'm quoting them here, sustain, sustained dividend growth is found in companies whose business strategies evolve over time. So an investment strategy designed to deliver dividend growth is the realm of patient, long-term investors who understand that to buy and hold stocks has many benefits beyond the minimization of trading stocks. So look, we're going to increase equity exposure in time, but for now we're continuing just to wait. We believe the full economic effect of the downturn has not been properly taken into account, and you will see this at some point in time. Markets are forward-looking, yes. We believe they are underestimating, though, the depth and width of the valley. So as we often say at Hamilton Wealth Partners, investing is a patience game. Let me be really clear. No one knows what will happen next or how this is going to play out. It's important to have a conservative strategy, though, built around asset allocation and to stick to it. Understand also that the level of emerging government debt is going to burgeon e economies for generations to come. As always, if you've got any queries um, or questions uh, regarding um, this podcast, please don't hesitate to contact either Ian Gillies, John Green, Kane Barano, or myself, Will Hamilton. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye.